Yeah. Happy Earth Day and allergy season. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. What a charming, charming intro from the Green Living Guy. Sorry, it had to be a guy about it. But it, but it's April. You know, it's that season. So. Well, welcome. Um, I'm Green Diva Mag, and this is... Seth Lightman, Green Living Guy. What's going on? What's going on? Who's our green dude today? Dude. He's the dude. Dude. The dude. With my recycled, uh, reusable uh, coffee cup on the way. Yeah. Because yeah. I get criticized sometimes. You know, people go, why are you using the plastic? Well, 99% of the time, or 100% of the time, I'll recycle it, for starters. Yeah, right. Just... Might even reuse it. Yeah. But more importantly, I always have a cup. But that's why you're a green dude, because we're all about like low stress. There's no guilt around here. There's no like... No. I have enough guilt. I'm in a Jewish family. I have enough guilt going on as it is. I I don't need to give anybody any guilt whatsoever. Yeah, right? (laughs) No. 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 You don't need any more. Well, there is no guilt, you know? I mean, we, uh, as a... Which I love being on this side, we as the free market are, are really moving... The green economy forward, uh, it's by our purchasing power. We always say vote by the dollar, and yeah. we basically do. Yeah. And we're able to tell manufacturers, companies, certain ones that we now are starting to see in the sky that are in our ground that we don't want anymore to yeah. step off. Yeah, that's and, right. And, uh, you know, we don't want certain things in our food. We don't want three-letter words in our the way we yeah. cook or eat. Yeah, right. We, you know, the acronym. Three-letter words are becoming four-letter words, and we just, you know, we, we but we're saying it. Yeah. Uh, and because we are, and because we're uh, talking about things versus just letting things lie or relying on other forms of medium to, to do it, we are creating that media. We are that media. Well, we really are. And that, I mean, that's why it's fun having you finally down in the Big studio. Big up to iHeart. We've had, Big yeah. Big up to iHeart. I got to give them credit. You know, you, they, they brought you on here. I mean, I'm on Blog Talk Radio, but you're on iHeart, and that's that's a big to do, people. Well, yeah. I mean, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart, Spreaker, yeah, Swell yeah. Radio. We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and But, you know, thankfully, Seth has been calling in and been part of our show many times, but it's fun to finally have you in the studio, in the house. I'm here. Yes. It's He's awesome. No, it's house. great. It's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the East Coast, so we got to do it right. Or so for... this is our special Earth Day show, yes. and it's how appropriate to have Seth with us to goof well, around Well, I figured, I figured, you know, what a better day than the Super Bowl for us green types. So what the heck? You know? Yeah, and I was thinking about, like, you know, <clears throat> sorry, um... I kind of live as a green diva. It's like an Earth year for me. I go from Earth Day to Earth Day, and what's happened in between. Right. And so we're going to reflect a little bit on that uh, later on in the show, particularly with I think Green Diva Lynn on the My green Earth Diva Lynn. Yeah. Holla. The... Looking forward to see speaking. Yeah, with you're going to finally get because I know you've corresponded. And We've been... talked a few times, but not enough to really make an impact on society like we're about to shortly. <laughs> Oh, you sound so like serious. I know dude. it's that Earth Day, but I'm trying to be yeah. sarcastic about yeah, it. So I'm warming cool. up. You He's know. warming up. I'm warming up. We're people. just feeding it's him coffee. 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 It's coffee. about the coffee. Me need more coffee. Me need more coffee. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we're going for. We'll a be coffee. right back. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> kidding. No, this is great. You know, Earth Day is um, really a, a, a big time for for a lot of people just trying to figure out. You know whether they're going to go green or do green things, but there's just so many different things that people can do uh, to go green. Well, and, and, and just and, to and understand and keep yeah. the awareness growing of what's going on. That climate change is real. Yeah. That the polar ice caps are melting and the weather is getting weird and food is getting, you know, affected. Yes. Wildlife's being affected. Our health is being affected. And, so we just have to keep the ball rolling, and I think that's happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, this is kind of like the uh, the recap, like the you know the balls dropping, Happy New Year kind of thing. And so we're 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 bringing it to you of like a year in review. Uh, I, I, you know, at Green Div and Meg and I have have known each other through going to uh, the Ford 
blogger events, but uh, well, we knew each other before. Remember the first time we met at one of those, and I yes. looked at the table, and you were like, "Oh my god, Green Diva Green Mag!" Diva Mag. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like "Oh my god!" I tweeted it out. I'm like, "What the heck? She's here!" Oh, MJ. We have fun. Yes. So I mean, you know, it's a big networking experience as well. So shout out to Ford for doing that. But uh, you know, I'm into the whole transportation thing as well as homes and lifestyle and all that kind of stuff but you know I, I started out in the transportation world when I worked for the state of New York and I'm always just trying to push that ball forward um, even as I drove here today uh, one of the things I used to give Ford heck about was uh, <laughs> and that's a euphemism for yeah yeah um, give them a hard time I used to give them well I always do but I gave them heck about the fact that I thought that the focus uh, no disrespect to anybody who has one prior but um it it just wasn't as sexy as a fusion or a c-max right oh i love the c-max you know i'll don't, don't even get me started but uh so now i drove here the 2014 ford fusion and it basically is like a a fusion mini oh, that's uh cool. so it's got that aerodynamic thing going on it's got the back fin it's got all the you know the front grill-esque kind of thing not to be mistaken from the fusion they made it definitely look like a focus versus a fusion uh differentiation but it's a whole new style and you know one of the things we talked about and even jay mays talked about who's the chief designer for uh ford about oh, yeah. cars is you know they got to they got to sell and, the, and that goes to people's heart gut and feeling and uh that's usually a uh design you know sensual kind of like i want this is what I want to be representing of me uh, kind of feel. And they are starting to hit it out the park. And the reason that I'm happy that I drove the Focus here is because the only electric car available from Ford is the Focus. The only all electric, right? Yeah. And I can't wait to and get my hands to get, on that. I know. Can we, can we just give them a little grief now that we've given Ford, them a shout out? Like, Ford, come on, guys. Ford. Ford. Yeah, East Coast. Wake up. <laughs> we need the car. Yeah, I, know. I noticed that yesterday, and it's a story I'm working on, actually, is that these car companies forget that there's an East Coast when they deal with these uh, right. electric cars. Yeah. And I, I'm going to make it really simple for them. You know, it was about time that I saw the Toyota RAV4 EV yeah. on this side of the, uh, the, the country. Uh, the you know? um, Fiat 500E? Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, but I've we haven't driven it. Yeah, have I haven't we? driven it. No, no I haven't driven it. Um, you know, I, I I've driven a lot of plug-in hybrids. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to driving electrics well, this I, year. See, I, I I maintain that if they want it to be more accepted and more um, prevalent on the East Coast, we have to promote it. And we have to get the word out uh, yeah. about you know. Yeah, I was going to just say though the one that I did get to ride and drive. There are two electric cars that I've gotten to ride and drive but i'm looking forward to the porsche real test no that was a plug-in hybrid okay. uh even though it felt more like an electric <laughs> than a plug-in hybrid uh was of course the tesla model s yeah yeah and yes. uh yes. yesterday two days ago three days ago the bmw i yep three yep they're all, all electric which has a eucalyptus interior that's really interesting. And that guy yeah. said he would get me a car to drive. Oh, yeah, they will. They will. They will. They, they, they get this here. side of the coast. They're here yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah, it's funny. Um, a lot of these guys that are on the East Coast get it, or at least that have a presence on the East Coast get it. Um, um, you know, Toyota has an East Coast presence, but I still don't think they get it. Um, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll um, But, you know, they're, you know, uh, I wish I could say more but <laughs> well yeah, anyway, i try but you know but the bottom line is that we're moving it forward well and people folks like you know when we're focused on a lot of things other than the the cars uh which is great and it's a fun way that we met and i'm yes i have been turned around by the way because i was not a ford car fan prior to having seen this new whole you know kind of push to sustainability and the new designs that mm -hmm. I, they're, they're, they're very nice designs cars. and everything's nice i just constantly hear this drumbeat of be careful 10 years down the road really <laughs> be careful 10 years down the road okay well anyway so <laughs> let's talk we'll see what happens guys. let's talk about the show we have today ba -da, ba -ba -ba. Da. i'm loving it <laughs> not mcdonald's but i'm loving it anyway. yeah um <laughs> Because we have uh, our friend 
Ed Bagley Jr. The man. I call, well, Who? I actually call him the chairman of the board. You know, he if, really is. If, if he walks into a room, they should be playing Sinatra every time. You know, he's just that <laughs> kind of a, he runs. You know, he runs the pick. Well, but, he's just such a nice man. And I want to just also say that I asked him, Do you, "Should I call you Ed Bagley?" Because I know that he prefers to be called Ed Begley. He said, you know, my, my father's been gone a long yes, time. Yes, a long time. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah. you know, it's I have to father. say Ed Begley Jr. because every time I just say Ed Begley, somebody says, oh, is that, you know, uh, and I think, yeah. oh, come on, people. Well, on, I just put, posted him recently to my Green Celebrities page on my site, The Green Living Guy, and I put Ed Begley Jr. I just, I just couldn't. Well, you have write. to because for, like, SEO or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, search yeah. people. Yeah. Are, so sorry, yeah. Ed. I, I no disrespect. I know. We I, hey, he's, no disrespect. He's the chairman. <laughs> so yeah, well, I've been talking to Ed and interviewing him on and off since what my magazine back in two thousand six. Yes, and he and Rochelle have been so kind to us and keeping us informed in what they're doing, yep. which is a lot. They're constantly doing a lot. Constantly doing. So, yeah, I mean, I've interviewed him too. I I, I interviewed him when he uh, spoke at the uh, Go Green Expo. Oh yeah, the one here in New Jersey. No, yeah. the one in uh, New York City. When oh, it was at the yeah, pier. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I've also interviewed him on the other coast at the uh, Environmental Media Association Awards. Yeah. Back in I think it was 2010, 2011, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. And he's always been inviting, welcoming. Uh, he's very to accessible. Talk. Yeah, very, very, accessible. very nice. Yeah, man. and I I really dig that. And Which is like it's so helpful to have someone who's very real and genuine. Who you know he's not just. Um, saying it because it's chic to be saying i mean he's been living this for so many years well he's been doing it before but it's genuine before and after it was chic and before and after you know chic is chic is a uh how do i say it it's it it's a cyclical thing of fashion you know heidi klum says it best one minute you're in the next you're out yeah but then you can be back in again so i mean it's just like uh you know you wait a few wait a few years and before you know it bell bottoms are back again you know right right, right uh that's a very fickle thing it depends upon the individual to remain steadfast and well and is just so he has proven himself to be real and to be true (laughs) and he there's no that's the new time that's his new title i gotta call him i'm just calling uh, that's my thing i'm calling him the chairman of the board i I just think you know if anybody's got to don the name yeah yeah i think yeah for the environmental for the environmental movement yeah you gotta and you gotta kind of like which is what i try and do to make it accessible i want to you know, have people that are listening to iHeartRadio, they're listening to this radio station, they hear the chairman, they get it, or they, yeah. those that do get it, you know, I want them to, there's got to be that crossover, and so, without selling out. Right. So, that's what I'm trying to do for people, just as much as you are, And uh, but Ed, once again, Ed is just... And how much fun is it to, to, to get to work with and meet so many of these neat people? Life doesn't right? stink. I know, yeah, I know. I know. So I then know. We, we also have Lee, who you also met. Lee yes. Garofalo, who um, does a website called Green For You. Green For You. And she's also in Jersey, but and we're yes. going to get her in the studio in the next couple of Very weeks. Very cool. But she did a DIY for us. Um, a kids project to do that's very easy to help the bees. Yes. So um, yes. that's all I'm going to say. You have to listen to that segment coming up because we'll, it's a we'll very. We'll get into that. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to to. I'm going to actually do it with my grandkids. It's Good. Simple. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I have bees in my area because we have. Uh, a, I don't spray. Hello. Uh, Everybody else around me sprays, but I don't. So all the birds love my lawn. Yeah, know? I know. I have a brown lawn, but a happy lawn. You know what I mean? I have an like, aer- no I just call it I have an aerated lawn. Yeah, I don't have to pay for the guy lawn. to yeah. aerate it, yeah, the landscaping guy. But, um, you know, all of our food, we, we have a garden. We have blueberry bushes. Oh, we have nice. Bl- uh, raspberries. We have. Well, you know, we wouldn't have those things, by the way, if we didn't have the bees. Because all That's of those why I don't mind the bees hanging out and pollinating right. in my right. area. You know, I mean, I've got right in front of my house these flowers. You know, every summer they just come, and especially when it's really hot, they just come and they suck the nectar. I'm like, go ahead, and the yeah. kids are like, oh, bees. I'm like, he's just hungry. Yeah, for they're not going to bite you. Yeah, don't just leave him alone. So now we have to move on because we're like cruising along. We have so much to do. My, my God. Wait so we have Diana Rice. Uh, who's the registered dietitian for Meatless Monday. Awesome. 
You do meatless Mondays, right? I mean, you're, you know, to a degree, you you. I do them sometimes. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, sometimes my family uh, won't, so it'll be a meatless Tuesday or Wednesday right, right. That's what that's what that's what happens. That's scheduling related issues, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I can't yeah. control that in my house. Yeah, but uh, I definitely don't eat as much meat as I've and I think done since I've really uh, started to learn about done it, right? this whole yeah. Green Living I mean, Guy thing. Just that's what cars. I like about their message is that it's not about like you don't have to be a vegan. You don't have to be a vegetarian even. You just yeah. have to reduce and be aware. Yeah, I've and, met some vegan makes... people that get a little crazy about it. And look, you can be, you know, uh, look, in my faith, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. It's all good. Just, you know, don't tread on me. But like, you know, if you can learn a little bit. Yeah, why not? Hey, what's my adage for Green Living Guy show? One small step at a time, people. Yeah, I like that. So anyway, Meatless Monday is a great – I love it. It's a great concept and we're thrilled to be one of their bloggers now on the Meatless Monday Network because I do a lot of recipes. I just cook. I cook That's all awesome. the time. So anyway, Diana's on. She's going to talk about why you know why and what the impact really is of just reducing a small amount. So um, and then of course we have Green Diva Lynn with the Green Diva's My Earth Green 360 Diva Lynn, report. 360. So we're going to have good we're going to have a good time talking to Lynn. Oh yeah. And um so I guess that's it. Let's take a, like a breather. We'll go get you more coffee. Coffee. <laughs> that's all he can say. Coffee. Sorry. Organic fair trade. Even coffee. better. That's what I got in my house. The only way. All right, stay tuned. A hearty thank you to our sponsors who help keep the Green Divas radio show on the air. BuyGreen.com, products for green living with a rating system you can trust. Please visit BuyGreen.com and make sure to tell them Green Divas sent you. Smarty Marty's Renter Wreck, and don't let the name fool you. Rent a recycled car that's slightly used. I've done it. I'm telling you, they're cool. Locations in northern New Jersey, but they have locations all over the country. Visit thegreendivas.com. Check the banner on the upper right side. Tell them Green Diva sent you. Want to understand what climate change is really all about? Want to get the latest in environmental news? Listen to the Green Divas My Earth 360 Report to keep up with everything you need to know. <laughs> Hi, Green Diva Lynn. Hey, Green Diva Meg. How are you? Great. How are you doing? Happy Earth Day. Happy birthday to you. Oh, then that's Seth chiming in. What's up? Hey, green dude, Seth. What's up? Green living guy here. What's going on? This is our first collaborative uh, interview on the air. I know. Big up. Yeah, because, you know, Lynn is like one of those people, I know you had the same experience with her, that we've known her because she's very social. Yes. On the social media thing. Oh, yeah. And she's like such a powerhouse out there. So we all know her. And uh, now we get to I'm play with her. I'm flexing my muscles right now. You are. You <laughs> Literally? Are. <laughs> yes, You're flexing your muscles? <laughs> so just imagine that. Cool. Uh, I like that. Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> my biceps. Oh, okay. It's not as exciting for uh, Seth, no, I don't think. No, I could, I could I, well, it, it can be. Yeah. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> I love having Seth. It's so much fun. But I have to censor myself. You know, this is, this he's is like iHeartRadio. Like, he's like the green Howard Stern. I'm a guy. What do you expect? <laughs> you know, come on. Hey now. A couple of gorgeous green divas on the air. You're green divas. So tell us what's happening this Earth Day. What what were we going to talk about for our Green Divas My Earth 360 today? Well, I have a WTF story. Okay. If what the? You, um, we always like to have those. Yeah, we do. They're, they're just, you know, yeah. Keeps us, uh, keeps us on our toes. Yes. Um, so if you happen, and I know you guys don't, but if anybody out there happens to eat genetically engineered soy... According to a new study, chances are you're also getting a dose of the weed killer Roundup. Oh, that's ugly. Yeah, not too yummy. But you know what? I know that I don't I don't buy genetically engineered soy. I'm pretty fussy, but you know I realize that sometimes when I'm out there like I think this weekend I had some tofu and a Thai thing and I thought, you know, this probably yeah. is not organic, you know, GMO-free soy. No. Right. No. No. 
No. Yeah. No, they. I just recently so somebody uh, sent me a thing that I put on Facebook, and somebody jokingly said, "Oh, you're going to get sued by the Big M." Uh, was that uh, <laughs> we don't want to say their name now? Totally. Um, is is that seventy? There was a study done, and seventy-five percent of the air and water studied in this sample from across the country, uh, 75% of it had good old Roundup in it. That oh, stuff's lovely. really, really prevalent. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. New, this particular uh, new study found extreme levels of Roundup in 70% of the soy plants studied, the genetically engineered soy plants. And the yeah. crazy thing is that these extreme levels were 60% higher than what Monsanto defined as extreme back in 1999. Oh, and wow. Monsanto, of course, is the maker of Roundup. Wait a minute. So yes. they defined an extreme, an extreme level. Exactly. And then right. they exceeded it by 60%? Yes. Oh. Ooh, so we're 160% of our levels. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? And there was another study that was published in January that found um, residue of Roundup in animals and humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Maybe you guys heard of that one. So, yeah. Yeah. You no. know what? It's just unacceptable. Right. It really so is. You just have to look for the non-GMO project label. You just have anyway. to find it on. Unacce- you have to see the movie Unacceptable Levels. And that was a plug. Need- Come on now. What do you think I'm here for, people? He's good at that. <laughs> he got which it. We, which you can purchase on thegreendivas.com. That's, That's right. right. You can. Yes, I know. Absolutely. Oh. So that is a. Uh, that is um, something to chew on. The whole one thing I did a few years ago, even before actually I started seeing GMO and Roundup all over social networks, is I actually did an Instagram picture, and I even did it back then when I was on Foursquare, of just I went to Home Depot and I saw a picture of the uh, Roundup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of it and I said, this is not to buy. Right. <laughs> I do not buy so, this. So, like, I think there should just be a campaign of us, all of us, just taking pictures of it on all of our social networks throughout the entire summer and say, don't use this. Well, and when you say don't use this, it also means don't buy products like GMO soy, yep. or GE soy, genetically engineered I'm soy. It has it, it in it. I know people, it is. I you know, know what you mean. One step at a time. I know. And I think that if we can get people off, slowly off a roundup, it's going to mean a once again, that free market See, thing I'm I just talking want to about, do, it's like, going to hit them where it hurts the most. I want a neighborhood campaign because I know Achilles heel. that the, when I walk my dog, there's you know a couple of neighbors that use a lot of pesticides oh, and, and he's walking in it. chemical fertilizers, yep. and it really upsets me. So I walk in the street around right. a couple of places. So do I. I can yep. smell it. Oh, of course you can. Mm-hmm. Of course you can. And and then sometimes they have a little sign like this. Oh, I love when treated. I see the sign yeah. when I just wake up in the morning, and then I feel like I'm in apocalypse now. <laughs> I love the smell of Roundup in the morning. <laughs> I've seen a danger sign walking through or running through um, a, a park that has a running trail. Yeah, and it, same. it says, don't walk on, on the grass. We just sprayed pesticides. You think those it's state like, employees seriously? care? <laughs> Spray them. Get our paycheck. Yeah. We don't care. Well, you know, I I really think that could be like an action that I would like to develop is getting neighborhoods, getting mm-hmm. people to get active in their neighborhoods and, and, and educating their neighbors. Because right. it bums me out that, like, I have this really chemical-free yard. It's all organic. Okay, it's not the prettiest, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I got flowers. I got mm-hmm. good, good green stuff. Right. But mm-hmm. my neighbors are like, what's what? And, and if it's all going down into the Water sewers and, yes. the, and the aquifer right. and, right. and the in the soil, right? What good is it if we're not all on board? Right. No. Yeah. And and the, what's the number one thing that we use water for in this country? You wouldn't think. Of it. Watering our lawns, I suppose. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with cleaning ourselves or our... Or growing food. Or clothes or, or our food or anything like that. Well, yeah, because these guys figured out, hey, we can grow this stuff with less water. You know, so <laughs> you know now we need less water to even grow our own freaking food because That's it's a little scary. A little GMO. Yeah, it's <laughs> freaking. Give me a break. So I'm, I'm going to propose that, based on this conversation, that we... Consider Lynn developing, and, and we'll get Seth involved. Yeah. Some kind mm-hmm. of little local campaign to educate people right. about uh, pesticides in their yards. 
paint yeah, roundup or whatever. To, we just need to, you know, go back to doing, you know, the networks that we're on mm-hmm. for starters at least and, and just start constantly taking pictures of stuff not to get. Yeah, I think that's true. That will that be the, that's the simplified way of, of, of doing it. Does it does have an impact. And then from there, I'm, I'll figure out some other creative ways to get people mobilized. Not that you Green Divas can't figure that out, but I'm just thinking yeah. of other ways. You know, maybe I'll put a poll up saying, "Have yeah, you right. did you stop using Roundup this year or something or like whatever. that? You know, yeah. something. But, you know, the pictures always tell a thousand words. Okay. And I always believe that if we could just show people – easily what not to get or what to get uh it'll make life easier for well, them i think that is know. one one way we're going to find a lot of ways to do it but i'm committed all right so i'm making a commitment now so that's our own personal take action we yeah. need to develop that yeah i'd like to develop we're, it so that you know over the next year we can report that uh this is what happened this is how many people jumped on board and said yeah, yeah i'm well, not going to use chemicals yeah. on my lawn mm-hmm. yeah I, well you know that and they also say which is hard for me during this time too with uh or during uh, other holidays as well is uh the number one food that is like ton pesticide ton pesticide are potatoes yeah Mm. yeah because they pesticide the ground the things grow in the ground chemical fertilizers Right. right and then they spray it while it's growing yeah and then they pull it out from there and it's just not the way to go no. at all. No, no, it's crazy. And then think about, you know, so all those people is... on Mickey D's and all that. Kind I can't of stuff, even. I know? can't even think about it. It's giving me a headache. So we've digressed from soy. So Roundup in our soy. Well, it's just the pesticide to, I know, concept. I know. It's the, the unacceptable so levels. We're, we're, what else? Because we got to close now. Almost. We're, oh, we're running well, out of time. Well, should I just go to? Um, I had one quick thing about yeah. pistachios. Uh, yes. Pistachio shells being used for energy oh i like it that's you know. a, that's a cool yeah, one I like that turkey, talk more in turkey they're bu- they're planning to build it depends on if they get it approved or not but they're planning to build the country's first ecological city with buildings heated by burning pistachio shells wow really it's really cool yeah they're they eat a lot of, of pistachios largest... over there huh yeah they make a lot of pistachios over there i see I so see. they're trying to find a use for the waste Brilliant. Wow. That's a pretty cool thing. Brilliant. That is brilliant. Well, that's like gasification, really, right? They want to, uh, I guess it's going into the landfills, so instead of it right. creating a form of methane, mm-hmm. it, it they can take that that methane gas or whatever comes off of it. And, oh, don't get us going on the methane thing. Burn them, so who knows, you know, <laughs> how that's going to work. We, well, had a, actually, we had a whole cow fart episode a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but I... I, I <laughs> You know, but I, I think that the what's interesting, and I'll, I'll mention this too, is, um, and this is something that's talked about in my area as well, is uh, right next door to Indian Point Nuclear Power Plant is a BP gasification plant where they take mm. trash and make it localized energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. It is, I stood there trying to see if there was even like a, uh, a fume that I could see coming out of the uh the smokestack right there wasn't a, th- a thing well, that's kind of cool oh, all right they, I, they get credit like they're they get like points. over 100 percent uh cleaner talk about on the flip side they're 100 percent cleaner than what epa proposes them to be well that's cool so oh, fantastic. you yeah. know and like pistachio shells it's like whatever we have excess of garbage we've got yeah right? when turkey's got a lot of pistachio shells they got a lot of pistachio <laughs> shells yeah. so whatever it is that that your community or your society or culture or whatever has yep. a lot of find a way to make yeah. you know clean fuel from it oh that is awesome i, I think know. i think very promising I and by the way i like need to move to staten nice. island right now <laughs> right they got a one hell of a landfill there they could just plug right in you know there you there go are, right? well there My are daughter lives sc johnson is doing that sc johnson built a power plant that was right next to a landfill well, smart. Tapped right in. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, my daughter lives in Staten Island. Now they're powering it up. They're powering up the, the plant using the the landfill gas. I like it. Thank goodness. So, so what mm-hmm. else you got for us on this special Earth Day, Lynn? Well, just in time for Earth, Earth Day. Not Earth Day, but Earth Day. <laughs> Earth, Earth Day. Earth Day. National Park Week started over the weekend, and yes. it goes through April 27th. 
All right. If you want to be picky, technically it's nine days, not a week, but they call it National Park Week. There are over 400 national parks in the U.S. Wow. And this is important to know. Um, In 2013 was the third straight year that Congress cut national parks funding. Oh. And you know what? We pay, on average, the average American household pays only $2.56 in taxes each year really for national parks it, so it, it, it's ridiculous and that's I, i'd pay five i'd pay five and be happy because i'd you know, pay ten if you've ever been to any of the national parks and appreciated some of the beauty that is in this country and the hello? natural beauty hello yeah. right you know i mean come on people pay five bucks for the year that's like pennies they should Absolutely. do like you know maybe hopefully the parks will get to this but you know maybe they should just do i know they have like a national parks foundation all that kind of stuff but it should just be like if you go there pay they should just have a little bit of a premium mm-hmm. for like the admission so if it's five bucks make it ten a little and, bit extra well, cash. and you can give online if you go to nationalparks.org really? okay you know what now i got a thing i'm going to donate there's a take there. action you you that's do, my that's can... my action item yeah, like you that. can uh, give monthly or whatever. It's a tax-deductible gift, and like it'll that. help the parks. Um, like and you that. can also take action. Uh, I'll provide a link on the, on the website on my post to tell Congress to support the Centennial Initiative, yes. which will give more funding to national parks. I really uh, – we have to close, but I'm just going to say really quick, why can't – we direct our own taxes. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't trust politicians anymore to, to decide what appropriations. Right. I want to mm-hmm. not pay so much for. Isn't that an oxymoron? War. Trusting a politician. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Sorry. I don't know, but like, in my mind, it would be like education, national parks, you know, green yeah. Yeah. energy initiatives. Voting. It's like We're it's like what we do money. with our mutual funds, you know, or whatever. Right, our 401ks. Yeah. Like, I want my money to go this way, or yeah. I want it to go that way. And there'll be a lot of people that and want it to go for the defense. I love that theory. You know, our vote for our Congress people and our senators is supposed to do that, but it doesn't anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. It just doesn't work anymore. They're Wake up! Sorry. They're yeah. broken, man. Nah, nah, man. They're broken. And the only way to do it, again, is with the dollar, yep. uh, right. unfortunately. But it's the way that we have to play it, you know? I mean, it's kind of it, – it, it's. I'll leave well, with this for you, just that the only way you're going to get anything done – is we're talking about products, we're talking about issues, they go together, and we just need to step up and just start hearing what people like you, the three of us, are talking about. Yeah. And, and right. ha- if we do one, if everybody else out there just does one thing different from hearing what we do, it'll make such a multiplicitous effect that well, people yeah. have. Absolutely. Like the butterfly, the butterfly effect, right? Yes. The rippling out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. everybody enjoy, you know, your Earth Day. I, I, um, we're, yeah, we're not closing Earth up Day. the show, but happy, happy Earth, Day, Earth Day, Lynn. Day. And thank you for an excellent report and happy National Parks Week. I love Great that. Great talking to you guys. Okay. Ditto. Bye, Lynn. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. To find out more about this Green Divas My Earth 360 report, visit thegreendivas.com. And to learn even more about climate change and environmental news, go to myearth360.com. The Green Divas love food. Organic, local, fresh, whole, delicious food. Here now is another Green Diva foodie file. Well, I'm very happy today to have Diana Rice, who is the registered dietitian or one of them. I'm not sure if there are more. She'll correct me in a second. um, On staff for Meatless Monday campaigns or the Monday campaigns and Meatless Monday as most of us know it. Hi, Diana. Hi. How are you? I'm very good, and I'm excited to talk to you. Um, This is our special Earth Day show, and what what a great way to talk about um, food is – and to talk about how we eat and how it affects the planet. And I think people, you know, have to start thinking about this more. Absolutely. Um, and just to your question earlier, I, I am the only RD on staff with Meatless Monday. Thank you. Um, but actually, you know, uh, the reason that we have a dietitian on staff here at Meatless Monday is, uh, you know, because of all the health benefits that can come along with 
reducing your meat consumption. That is my area of expertise, my area of training, but you know, with this being the week of Earth Day, uh, we can't ignore the environmental benefits that also come along with you know, reducing your meat consumption. Right, so like so, save your heart and save the planet. Absolutely. What's, it's one of our taglines. What's good for you is good for the planet. <laughs> Full circle. I could talk about it all day long, how you know, something that's packed with you know, fiber and antioxidants is also you know, something that doesn't take a lot of uh, you know, fossil fuels to grow. It's just full circle. Right, right, exactly. So I think you had, you said you had like a list of things, and I can't remember what it was, so forgive me. Oh, sure. Well, I would love to talk about, you know, sort of the three main ways that um, Thank you. participating in Meatless Monday can, can help you help the planet. But if you don't mind, I'd also love to um, introduce your listeners just to what Meatless Monday is all about and how we got started. Absolutely, and I apologize. This is your first <laughs> time on. We hope to have you on several times, and, yes. and, and of course, the first time we want to hear about Meatless Mondays. Definitely. Um, so we are a uh, public health nonprofit. Um, we have been around for uh, just about 10 years. Uh, in 2003, we were founded by uh, an advertising executive named Sid Lerner. He's a big name in the New York City advertising and he decided, uh, you know, to, to take all his, um, you know, marketing and advertising power and do something, you know, good for the country, good for the planet with it. And uh, that's how he got started um, reviving Meatless Monday from, it was actually a, a World War One and Two conservation effort. You know, really? To, to allow more meat to go towards the soldiers who need it, you know, just give it up here at home. Meatless Monday uh, is, you know, just sort of a catchy you got the alliteration there, it's yeah. easy to remember. And so at the time, it was great for conservation efforts. But now, it's, it's a really great way for people to remember to cut down on meat a little, both for their health and the health of the planet. So, you know, since 2003, it's expanded. We're now in restaurants, schools, um, you know, certainly home kitchens. We have a huge blogging community all over the Internet. And it's really interesting to say, see all the different, um, you know, incarnations that Meatless Monday can have and different foodie-related, you know, whether it's a restaurant or, or a blog or any other, you know. It's just fantastic. Awesome. I, I, yeah. I am so impressed with how it's blossomed, and I love, I've just been recently uh, inducted into your blog community. Right? And, right. We're so excited to have you. And it's, it's an honor, and uh, I just think, you know, really, do we need to eat all the meat, I think in this country, and you probably have statistics about, you know, all the meat we eat and what we really need and what we really don't need. Yes, exactly. We actually um, ha- we eat about 1.5 times the amount of protein that we even need to, to be healthy, and most of that comes from animal products. And, you know, it's, it's simply not necessary in a lot of cases. You know, as a dietitian, a question that I get often is, oh, if I, if I do Meatless Monday, where am I going to get my protein from? And I could talk to you all day long about all the different plant sources that you could get protein right. from. But another part of the, the issue is that y- you probably are getting more than enough protein already. And, you know, cutting back on it a little on Mondays and perhaps the rest of the week isn't going to be such a bad thing at all. Right, right. And, and I wonder, are there any statistics that show, and I'm sure there are, that show what the difference is if we just, if, you know, a certain percentage of people just give up meat on that one day? Yeah. You mean uh, what would the environmental impact be? Yeah. I've certainly seen, you know, various statistics saying if you, um, if you cut out meat one day a week, it's equivalent to not driving your car, you know, X many miles. I don't, I don't have right, right. in front of me right yeah, but now. It is, but, it, but it is kind of out there that, that you, yeah, you absolutely yeah, can definitely. make an impact on. And what's, yeah, what's great is that it's, it's a tangible thing that you can do. You know, if, you, if you're leaving your house and you're going to turn the lights off, you're like, oh, I, hope, I sure hope this is saving enough energy. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be green here. But cutting out meat one day a week is absolutely going to help you contribute to, you know, saving the planet, cutting down. Um, my, my three main reasons uh, that I would love to talk to you yeah. about today are how yeah. it can um, help us uh, cut down on greenhouse gas emissions, on water use, and on our dependence on fossil fuel, and I have uh, some information about about each of those. Wow. Well, yeah, g- you give us a little bit on each one. Absolutely. Um, so in terms of greenhouse gas emissions, 
the UN actually estimates that the meat industry generates about one-fifth of the man-made greenhouse gas emissions that are contributing to climate change. Wow. Uh, and that's actually more than the transportation sector. So, you know, <laughs> being green by driving a hybrid, I absolutely encourage you to do so. But don't forget that your food choices make a significant contribution as well. You know, this is, you know, everything that goes into, um, you know, producing meat, whether it's like the, you know, the emissions from uh, the, the cows, um, actually their, their belches contribute to... Uh, oh, we got carried away process. talking about that last week and belch. You? Belch, of course, is a euphemism for, it's you know... actually a major issue. Yes, it is. Cows are unfortunately among uh, the highest contributors uh, as far as all animal products go. Cows are well, and all the water they the take, and all just mm-hmm. all of the processing, all of the energy and water, and oh. Yeah, definitely. I mean, water is my my second reason here. Um, you know, the thing about uh, the amount of water that it takes to um, you know not only uh, you know keep animals alive but also to grow all the feed that we're ultimately going to be, you know, feeding to them. Right. It's not a very efficient method of producing food in terms of conserving our resources. Uh, It actually takes more than four or five times the amount of water to create uh, a gram of protein from beef uh, than it does to create that same nourishing gram of protein from a vegetable or legume source. Wow. So it's kind of thing if you're... Deciding between, you know, a burger or a bowl of uh, vegetarian chili, you know, the chili represents a significantly uh, lower water footprint. Seriously. I mean, get creative, people. It's a, I think it, the whole idea as a concept is, is a great way to get creative and just not cook the same thing all the time and get into a routine. But, hey, Mondays, let's get creative with vegetables and other sources. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, I'm, I'm also the recipe editor of uh, MeatlessMonday.com, and we have over a 1,000 recipes, all from our bloggers like you and, and other uh, supporters out there online, just really delicious plant-based recipes. Um, oh, yeah. A new one up every week. We actually put a whole menu of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a meatless snack uh, that you could follow if you wanted to. Yeah, and uh, most of them are really, you know, not terribly complicated. They're not weird things. You know, it's exactly. most of it's really s- simple food. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that, that vegetarian chili I just mentioned, we actually put out a chili cookbook about a year ago. That was all, uh, you know, chili recipes from our different bloggers and uh, Sid Lerner, who founded the campaign. He loves to say, "If you think chili needs meat, you don't need, you don't know beans." <laughs> That's funny. Now we have to wrap because we've got so much exciting stuff going on today. But I know that you're going to do a post on thegreendivas.com with all this good stuff and maybe even a recipe probably find a recipe for you why not well if you want to i was just saying like you did mention chili absolutely although you know it's warming up it's not really chili season i know i know well thank you so much for calling diana and we will look forward to talking to you again soon and uh, have a happy uh, earth day you too i'm looking forward to speaking again thanks diana hope you're hungry For more easy and delicious recipes and even more foodie information, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. Wait, don't throw that away. Green Divas love to repurpose, upcycle, and reclaim and keep lots of useful items from going to the landfill. Give it a new life. Or just get creative with easy-peasy Green Diva DIY projects. Well, hi, everybody. Hi, Lee. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very good, and I'm very excited about this Earth Day and about your... Did you see that I did the last DIY that you we did together? No, I missed that. Oh, yeah. I made those little wooden um, games for the kids, the memory game. Did they like it? They loved it. That's great. And I I probably had more fun making it. So I'm excited because I know (laughs) you've got another fun thing for kids for us for Earth Day. Yes. It's educational, too. They're going to learn a little bit about bees. Well, I like it. Tell us all about it. So basically, it's, it's... 
not that hard for you to do. So you can do it with kids of any age. You know, I have I have a young son who's two, and he can do this with you. Basically, you only need three things. You need a shallow, wide bowl. So kind of imagine one of those, like, pasta bowls you get at a restaurant where it's not very deep, but it's, you know, has a big diameter. Okay. Um, rocks of different sizes and water. Okay. And basically, you can have the kids collect rocks from around the yard or maybe outside in nature, but you want to make sure that you're getting rocks from places that aren't treated with insecticide because that's not good for the bees. Right. So if you know that you can get rocks at a place that, you know, are okay, use those. Cool. And then basically you spread them around on the bottom of the bowl and you fill it up with water, but not all the way. So the water is only covering half the rocks. So the bees can land on the rocks and then and then drink the water and bring it back to the hive. And basically, you should put this somewhere in your yard. It doesn't need to be near flowers, but it might be helpful to put it near flowers that the bees would be attracted to to help them find the water. Wow. Um, because if the water is completely clean, they might have a hard time sensing that it's there. Um, they have an easier time selling, uh, sensing water that has you know, a little bit of slime in it or has been out for a little while. Interesting. So, yeah. Now, would you put it in the sun? You can put it in the sun. You just need to monitor the, uh, you know, that it hasn't yeah. totally evaporated and <laughs> right. that it can still get to the water. Wow. And um, I, you know, you'd never think that, like, bees could use a little helping hand with some clean, fresh water. Yeah, they, they need a lot of help, actually, with the, with the water. And they need, it, they need it all year round. They need it in the summer to cool the hive, and they need it in the winter to help the um, stored honey that crystallizes in the cold weather um, it helps them get it uncrystallized so they're able to eat it. Now, do in our region, because you and I are both in northern New Jersey, do bees, I thought they were dormant in the winter. But they're still in the hive. Okay, so, so you can put it near, you know, yeah. okay. Wow, what a great idea. And you can, and while you're doing this, at whatever age level you, you have, you can teach a little bit about the bees and why they need our help right now. Exactly. Wow. Oh, what a great idea. I love it. And, you know, I don't know about your kids, but obviously they enjoy this stuff. My grandchildren love doing stuff in nature, and they love learning about bugs and all that stuff. It's it's really a fun activity, and it really does let them learn a little bit more about the bees because, you know, I remember when I was growing up, it was like just fear of bees and, oh, don't let them sting you. But, you know, I don't think kids really understand how important they are to our whole food system and without the bees we don't eat so yeah yeah no i think they're well what a great project and i i'm gonna look forward to the post that tell it even though it seems very simple uh we're gonna have a post on the green divas with all of the details on how to do it and i'm sure some more great fun pictures and send pictures of your kids with it yes all right well i hope everybody has a really fun earth day and you don't have to have kids to help the bees either right no, nope. yeah, anybody could do this. Oh, thanks again, Lee. Thanks for having me. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. To get an easy-to-follow tutorial on how to do this fun Green Diva DIY project and many others, go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. And remember, buy less, make more, and buy local whenever possible. Shopping should be fun, not frightening. That's why True Goods offers a consciously curated selection of non-toxic goods. Find a variety of healthy and natural products for house and home, the kids, and even those furry family members. Also check out the True Goods blog, The Goods, for engaging articles and useful resources. True Goods makes choosing a healthier, safer, cleaner lifestyle easy. Tell truth, shop good at TrueGoods.com. Green Divas get to talk to so many inspiring people who each in their own way is helping us find a deeper shade of green. Here's just one of them. Enjoy. Okay, so I'm so excited we finally get to speak to our friend Ed Begley, who we haven't spoken to in a while because you've been super busy. Every time I turn on my TV, there you are doing some fun acting, and also you're still out there um, helping us all get greener. Hi, Ed. 
Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm great. I'm, um, I'm you know, hoping spring will show up eventually, but in the meantime, um, I'm looking forward to Earth Day. Me too. It's uh, just a little less than a week away now, and I've got my corn in already, and I've got my tomatoes in because I'm in sunny Southern California, so I better shut up and not gloat or I'm going to get angry people there in the colder parts of the That's country. funny. Well, you know, we just spent uh, a week out in... Uh, sunny Southern California. I should have checked you out. I should have come out and checked out um, your come place. By, come by any time and see the solar-powered house and the rainwater tank and the vegetable garden. We got lots of stuff here. Well, I'll be back in July, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know take you up on that. Good. Now, in the meantime, even though every day is Earth Day for people like you and I, it's fun to celebrate with everybody else. And uh, you're doing something special with Bite Size TV, which is kind of a cool like internet TV station, right? Exactly. They have quite a big presence now at BitesizeTV.com, and uh, they're launching a green channel, and the appropriate day, of course, is Earth Day to do it. So Tuesday, April 22nd, we'll have a lot of green programming. I'll be uh, on air for 12 hours straight. Really? And, uh, talking about all kinds of green aspects of my new home build, talking about other things that I've done in my existing home. That was a retrofit, talking about what people are doing in office buildings and all across the country, all across the world. So there's a lot to talk about on Earth Day, and as you rightly stated, every day is when we need to do these things. Wow. So is it somewhat interactive? Can people, can I, like, call you and pester you or, or chime in on uh, Earth Day and ask you questions? Yeah, yeah. They'll have uh, interactive, uh, you know, sessions. Uh, some of it will not be interactive. Right. Some of it will be. But uh, please call in and, and participate in the interactive portions of the day. We'll have you know, a lot to show people. We'll show some episodes of our new show called uh, Our Green House, and, uh, and we'll go to different parts of L.A. There's a big solar uh, array at a, uh, a mall in, um, you know, in the L.A. area for Panasonic, so I'll go wow. and do that. On, um, that's in Cerritos, at the Cerritos Mall now that I just looked it up. Okay. The Cerritos Mall, that'll be on April 22nd. I'll do that with Panasonic, and they make very nice solar panels, of course. Yeah. So I'll be doing that and uh, going all around L.A. and being live at their Winter in the World studios there at uh, Hollywood and Vine. So there's a lot going on on Earth Day. Now, isn't it fun to be like, you know, Earth Day man now? I mean, I, I, let's let's face it, 20 years ago, people kind of... You know, some people were a little snotty, to, or not snotty, but you know what I mean. Didn't take us all that seriously 20, yeah, 25 years ago. You know, skeptical. skeptics about it. Why do I need to do that? What are you talking about? Why are we celebrating the Earth? It's just a big pile of dirt. And yeah. People didn't get the connection between, you know, our needs, our survival, and the web of life that supports us all. You know, you need clean air, clean water, and healthy soil if you want to survive. And so... That's something that uh, the people at Earth Day, the first one, 1970, which I celebrated, they were wise to consider that because yeah. it's part of our own survival. Yep. Well, it's um, it's it's nice to see that there is sort of a groundswell, and people are starting to really pay attention to climate change and the effects it's having on all of us. And I, Finally. I don't know about you, but I watched um, the first episode of that Years of Living Dangerously. Wonderful show. <gasps> I saw it as well. Oh. I was very much. Uh, you know, taken aback by it. Uh, I was deeply affected by it. It was very well done. It was good storytelling, very powerful, and stuck to the facts. And uh, noted scientists talking about what we know. You could be mad about the facts. You could be happy of them. You can choose to ignore them. But the facts remain. You know, well, at some point, the dog barks, but the caravan moves on. Yeah. And so uh, people <laughs> can bark about it and be upset at Al Gore, and uh, that's yeah. their decision. Whatever. But, uh, you know, the facts are the facts, and you can get them from NASA. You can get them from the Pentagon at this point. The Pentagon is quite concerned about climate yeah, change. Yeah. They take it very seriously. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how many people do you have to believe are in on this so-called conspiracy? NASA, yeah. the Pentagon, yeah, give me NOAA, a break. National right. Geographic. You know, 97% <laughs> of the scientists who study climate believe that it's not, not only happening, but it, man is a major culprit. So at some point you have to take responsibility for your actions, but... We've been like alcoholics in denial. Yeah. Oh, it's not, I don't have an alcohol problem. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. have an oil problem. Yeah. Uh, it's that horrible boss at work. He's the problem. Yeah. That nagging wife is the problem. Yeah. You know, that cop who, you know, just badge-heavy cop who decided to write me up and run me in for DUI, he was the problem. No, that's not the problem. Right. The problem is the addiction, and the addiction is to oil, 
and, uh, so and we, need, we have we... to get over it. And at some point, I hope we wake up to that addiction. Wait, so that's what we need to do. We need to create a 12-step program to get us off of um, I think our so. oil addiction. That's it. We've just, we've just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've all used it and built our Brooklyn Bridge and our Empire State Building and all of it with high sulfur coal and lots of you know, fossil fuels. And, and that's what we've done. And you have to accept that. What's done is done. And you, know, you now begin to move forward in another direction to renewables. And the road to renewables is through energy efficiency. You want to free up some cash right away yeah. when $350 billion is leaving the country every year. How do you solve that? My solution is to make every home and business in America yep. much more energy efficient. Yep. And suddenly you have a lot of dough, and now you can start buying solar panels and wind turbines and geothermal plants uh, now, because you freed up a lot of cash. Exactly. Now, I want to mention, because you, you, you talked about your, the renovation and the building. You're now building a place um, and on Begley Street. building a lead platinum home a mile east of where I currently reside, the home that many people have seen on the show Living With Ed on Home and Garden and on Planet Green, the home that was on the wonderful show on right. Begley Street. Right. Uh, that, that's on Evokes Television right now. That same home has been a wonderful friend to me since 1988, 26 years I've lived there, and I thought it would be the, my home for the rest of my days. Right. Rochelle, my lovely wife, had other plans for me. <laughs> she wanted to, uh, she wanted more closet space, let's be honest, Megan. <laughs> But uh, she wanted a bathroom she wasn't sharing with a teenager. You so go, girl. Those were her primary goals. Her secondary one that she dangled in front of me was, Ed, you'll have more solar panel on the roof <laughs> and without any shading. She got Ed, you with that have, one. I know. Ed, you'll have a bigger garden out back to grow vegetables. Ed, you'll have a big yard. You can put a huge rainwater tank in. And I took the bait, and yeah. now we're building a lead platinum home a mile east of us. And it's been, there's been a great many successes and some pitfalls. But you see all of them on the show Either uh, on Begley Street is showing a lot of it, and now we have this new show on Bite Size that's called Our Greenhouse, and that premieres on Earth Day. Well, I just I, I, I was I've been watching all along, and by the way, I was one of the contributors to your Kickstarter because I really believe Thank in you, you guys. Thank you, Megan. I love you. Well, you know, I'm not saying I was a huge one, but I really wanted to participate because I love what y'all do, and I love your wife Rochelle, who's been on the show, and I've got to get her back. And it Good. was really fun. I watched episode eight today just to sort of get caught up a bit, and. Not only is your daughter just beautiful and, and so fun, it's so fun watching all of you, but in that particular episode, you guys were doing demolition. I don't know where you are now, but 90%, 90 um, of the demolition materials were diverted from landfills. Is that correct? Not 90%, I'm sorry to say. Okay. 96%. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. We got 96% diverted from the landfill. Here's what we did. We had Habitat for Humanity come in and take out all the easy pickings, the stove, the microwave, right. the doors, the windows. Then this company, IRS, not the tax people, <laughs> the industrial recycling services, I think, they came and they took apart every 2 by 4 every 4 by 4 every brick, and they uh, reclaimed all that material, the drywall even. They have a way to grind it up and take the paper off and reuse the gypsum as a soil amendment. Oh, my God. Everything you could possibly imagine. 96% was kept out of the landfill, and then we built on that site from the ground up with a lead platinum home, passive solar design, 8 kilowatts of solar, 10,000 gallons of rainwater storage underground, gray water, uh, everything you could imagine, smart controls from Lutron, uh, a lot of stuff, Kohler, super water-efficient fixtures from Kohler. We've got a lot of stuff going so on. Our Panasonic are, solar panels, we got it of all. Of course, of course. Now, are you living there? We're not in the <laughs> house yet. We're still building it. Yeah. We'll possibly be done by the end of the year. Wow. I have to come see you when I come out in July because I think I'm, I'll am i be in the L.A. area, and I know you're somewhere out there. I am. So I'm in Studio City. I'm in the San Fernando Valley, so come visit. Oh, my gosh. Um so, yeah, because I think when we spoke to Rochelle, you all were just maybe even starting the demolition. That was last year, right? That's right. We yeah, were, so it's a well, lot. a year ago, we were actually doing some framing even. We had already wow. done the foundation, done okay. the basement, done all the, uh, the stem walls and uh, all of that. And a year ago right now, we were actually putting up uh, some of the, uh, the steel framing. And uh, the steel framing is long since done. And so now we're... We've got all the rough plumbing in, and we're putting, we've got all the shear wall up, so we're going to call for an inspection from the city, and then we'll put up the roof, and then we'll wow. uh, you know, start to do electrical, yep. then the insulation, and uh, we'll 
get rolling here. That is very exciting. So how's your daughter feel about all this, um, really? Like, I mean, she seemed like she was into it in the episode, but... but... She has the Stockholm Syndrome. She identifies with her captors, I'm afraid. She uh, she likes all this stuff. She knows everything about Green, you can imagine, more than any 14-year-old you ever met. So she's a great young lady. She's singing and writing songs, and she's got a beautiful voice, so I'm very proud of her. Well, that's very exciting. So let's see. Not not that you don't have a million uh, projects going on, but is there anything else coming up that you might want to let us know about? No, I'm putting all my energies into this launch on Earth Day Good. of uh, Bite Size TV, the Green Channel on Bite Size TV, and the show is called Our Greenhouse. So please tune in, be part of it, and uh, and chime in. We'll have some interactive stuff going on. So let's have some fun on Earth Day. Well, I'm so I'm thrilled you took the time to call because I know this is a busy time for you. It's always a busy time, I'm sure, but uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. And let's make sure. Tell your wife that I want to talk to her soon, too. I'll tell her. She'll be very happy to hear that. Anybody to talk to at this point. Uh, (laughs) Anybody besides me. No, I doubt that. (laughs) Please check out Bite Size TV with Ed, Our Greenhouse, and all of Ed's projects. Thank you, Ed. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed that as much as they did. Please visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. For more fun podcasts and information on the Green Divas and low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green. You've been listening to the Green Divas Radio Show. Be sure to look for this and other Green Diva Network podcasts on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, Swell Radio, and Spreaker. Get social with the Green Divas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Subscribe to the Green Divas YouTube channel to watch them in action. And for all the latest good green news, visit thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.